Let every heart sing, Lord, I want to live for thee. Come now. Lord, I want to live for thee. Oh, every day.
Again, our reading with verse 8. <clears throat> and these are the words that you find there. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, and in, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, <clears throat> while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. He also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into the heavens? <clears throat> the same Jesus, which is taken up from you into the heavens, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Amen. I want just for a few minutes to talk from this subject, instructions <clears throat> for using power. Instructions for using power, but ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Instructions for using power. A couple of months ago, I was on my computer, <clears throat> and a message popped up. I'm sure that it wasn't just for me. I'm sure it was for anybody who who might have been on a computer, but a message popped up on my screen that said, never lose files. Immediately I had my interest. It, it, it was an instrument. They, they were publishing or publicizing an instrument that would ensure safe storage, that, that you would never have to worry about losing documents and pictures and notes and sermons, yeah, it, 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 the message says never lose files. So immediately, me and my limited self, I, I went looking for this thing. And I found it, I found it, and I 
found it and I got it. But to my surprise, when I got it, got it out box, there were no instructions as to how to use the thing. It says you need to go online to get the instructions. No instructions in the box. This is a new day. Go online for instructions. And so I went online and got the instructions, but after reading those instructions, I knew no more than what I knew before I got the instructions. Needless to say, that device is still in the box on the floor on my desk. I'm sure that it will do everything they said it would do. I'm sure that the advertisement was right, but because I don't know what to do with it, are y'all hearing me? It's still sitting there completely unused. And somehow, my brothers and my sisters, I believe that this is the plight of the church. Jesus, the source of all power, has given all of us power. But it remains unused in many cases because we don't know what to do with it. Are y'all hearing me? I wonder if I got a witness here. We, we have no idea what to do with all of this power Jesus has given us. This is one of those verses in scripture that gets everybody's attention. That line that says, you shall receive power. Somehow, power appeals to everybody. There are folk who are obsessed with these superheroes, all these superheroes, and the only thing that sets them apart from everything else is because they love the fact that they all have these powers. There are people who don't know Jesus and have very little regard for anything that Jesus says, but they do like the idea of having power. This statement, my brothers and sisters, catches the eye of people who live daily looking for the opportunity to grab power. But may I tell you, my brothers and sisters, that power in the wrong hands is a dangerous thing. This nation right now is still trying to recover from four years of an abuse of power. Right now, the whole earth is suffering because power has been abused and misused. But while the world goes off the deep end, while the world goes off the deep end with this abuse of power, those of us who are called by his name we have to be clear on what power is and his purpose for giving us power in the first place. Let me set a stage here. Let me set the stage. Jesus <clears throat> came to live on earth and he stayed on this earth 33 years, healing the sick, raising the dead, opening eyes of the blind, and in his own words, he came to do the will of his father. It was his obedience. It was his obedience to the father that led him to the cross. Led him to the cross to die for the sins of all mankind. He was just being obedient to his father. But it was that brutal death in that death, that he won victory over death and over the grave. And after he won victory over death and over the grave, he was able to come up from the grave and proclaim that all power, y'all get this, all power is given unto me both in heaven and in earth. Y'all hear that? All power. 
I'm just one of those old time preachers that believe all means all. Are y'all here? That means that if, if he got it all, that means you, you don't have any. If he has it, are y'all hearing me? I just believe that all means all. If he has it all, then Trump. All mean I have all power in my hand. All power has been given unto me. But now we come to the scene of this text. After the resurrection, Jesus has walked among men for 40 days. Look at chapter 1, verse 3. He's walked around 40 days so that Everybody would have infallible proof that the resurrection was a real thing. And now he and his disciples are assembled on Mount Olivet. And he's giving his disciples his final instructions. He said to them, verse 4, don't leave Jerusalem. Don't leave Jerusalem. Stay here and wait on what I promised you. And that promise, the promise that he made, he's telling them, wait on the promise that I made you in John 16. That promise is over there. The promise of a comforter. He says, I'm going away, but I will not leave you comfortless. And that right there, my brothers and sisters, is the promise of the Holy Ghost. But even after that, even after all this time, him all the time they spent with him there was still those among the disciples who were a little confused about the kingdom and 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 you see them grabbing the wrong concept of power Jesus says I'm gonna give you power and in their minds they are seeing something that Jesus wasn't talking about and the reason I know that, look at verse 6. They said, when he said, I'm going to give you power. Verse 6, somebody said, one of them said, look, are you getting ready to restore Israel? In other words, you, you getting ready to make Israel great again? That, that was a misreading of power. They, they had a misunderstanding of the power that he's talking about. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, are you getting ready to restore Israel? Israel. And then Jesus said to them, you, you're getting in the territory that ain't none, about, none of our business. <laughs> Whether or not, when, when that's going to happen is all in my father's hand. Nobody knows that but him. But here is where I want to get to, verse 8. He says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you Ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had finished his speech, read it. After he finished his speech and while they were still standing there looking at him, the Bible says that a cloud came down. Jesus stepped on that cloud and that cloud took him out of their sight. Look at that. Look at them. Look at them. They're standing there and they are so intent in their looking. They're just standing there gazing into the heavens and they are so intent in their gazing until I believe that God sent some men on a divine assignment. Two men showed up out of nowhere in white apparel and broke that trend and said, why are y'all standing here gazing? Why stand ye gazing up into the heavens? And listen to what they told them. This same Jesus Folk used to shout about that. This same Jesus that you see going away, he's coming back in like manner as you've seen him go away. And the reason I believe these two men, I believe they were on a divine assignment, 
And that's because I believe that the, 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 the divine assignment that Jesus had just been given, he had just told them what he wanted them to do, but I believe that it was in danger of being derailed right there on Mount Olivet. I believe, my brothers and sisters, that if these two men had not come along, I believe that by now, other folk would have joined them right there. And all of them would still be standing there looking. I believe if those two men had not come along, I believe that people would be making pilgrimages all, from all over the world to go to Mount Olivet just to stand there and gaze. Y'all ain't hearing me. Stand there and gaze up in there. But I believe that in breaking them out of their trance, these men reminded them that, wait a minute, you can't stand here gazing into heaven. This is not what he left you to do. You have an assignment. You, you've got an, a, a divine assignment. Jesus had promised them power. You really don't need power to stand gazing up into the heavens. I just said something right there. I say you really don't need power to stand gazing into the heavens. So we are carried back <clears throat> to the assignment. You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses under me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Are y'all hearing this? Every born-again child of God needs to come to grips with the fact, first of all, that they have power. If you're a child of God, you may not be using it, but you have power. You may not be doing a thing with it. You may not even realize you have it. But if you are born again, you have power. Save, you have power. But what good is power if you don't know how to use it? What good is power if you don't know what to do with it? I want to submit to you this morning, I want to submit to you this morning that you've got to understand why you are given this power. See, we get this thing all messed up. We've made such a mess up. You get power not so you can go around and boast and show off your power. The power that is left for you is, yeah, yeah. It, 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 first of all, it's not yours to do what you want to with it. He, he, he didn't, and I don't want to be offensive. I, I, I believe in the power and the workings of the Holy Ghost. But I want you to know that this power, he didn't leave this power here to see if you could call somebody to the altar and knock them down. Y'all ain't hearing me. That, that ain't why he left the power. He, he didn't leave power so you can show off and wave and people fall down and Fall out, he didn't leave, are y'all hearing me? He didn't leave his power so you can charge $15 to get in a healing line. That's not what he left power for. The power that has been given to us is what Paul calls in the book of Romans, the power of God unto salvation. Are y'all hearing me? That's the power, the power of God. We've got to use this power to lead folk to salvation. Our power is with a purpose. It's right there in the text. We are powered, empowered to be witnesses. Matthew 28, in the Matthew 28 account, Jesus says, I want you to go all over the world teaching others what I have taught you. Well, what did he teach? What did he teach? Well, Jesus taught, love your enemies. How many of y'all know you need power to do that? <laughs> Jesus taught, 
do good to folk who despitefully use you. How many of y'all know you need power? You need power to do that. He taught us to forgive others just like he forgave us. You need power. You need power to do that. You, 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 you're going to be my witnesses to the world and, 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 and you're going to go out and tell the world as to how to live this life. And you've got to do this to the whole world. You can't do that without power. We often slow, we're slow to witness. We're often slow to go out and talk about this stuff because we are afraid of rejection. We're afraid somebody might be offended afraid that we might say the wrong thing so yeah and, and that fear that yeah yeah that fear wells up in your heart that that's why you need power we say crazy stuff we say crazy stuff you know our excuses for not doing it you, you, they, they'll say you say stuff like well you know you can lead people to water but you can't make them drink lead a horse to water can't make them drink well the thing that every child of God must understand is it's not your job to make them drink. Your job is to make them thirsty. Y'all ain't hearing me. Your job is to, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, and it's something about the way a child of God lives their life that makes other folk thirsty. Yeah, it makes them, yeah, you live your life in such a way that they look at you and they say, whatever it is you got, you're making them thirsty. They look at the way you live, they say, I don't know what it is you got, but whatever it is you got, I want some of it. Y'all ain't hearing me. My brothers and sisters, you want to do this thing and do it the way it's supposed to be done, you need power. Power to walk like Jesus. Power to talk like him. Power to love like him. Power to forgive like him. A few years ago, a few years ago, you all remember a few years ago, nine folk were murdered in a church over in South Carolina. And that next morning, family members came together on national news saying to the murderer, we forgive you. That takes power. Everybody can't do it. That takes power. Not only that, you got to do this everywhere. Now, that's the tough part of the command. Jesus is talking to these men. He's talking to these 12 and saying, I want this to go all over the world. 12 men. I want this to go all over the world, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. I know we say, I know how we, you know, we read that in Jerusalem, Samaria, and we always say, yeah, that, that, that's the text, right? That's the scripture. Scripture says you ought to start at home, start in Jerusalem. That, that sounds good, and it preaches well, but the truth of the matter is the folk he was talking to were from Galilee. <laughs> are y'all hearing me it's more like start where you are it's more like start yeah I just wherever you are just start from where you are witness everywhere and in order to witness everywhere guess what you need power thank God for this thank God for this and this thing we call the world wide web. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's almost like he couldn't pry us out of the church. <laughs> so he said, I'll fix it. So that you'll go online. You, you'll get on the world wide. Y'all hear me? Ain't no excuse now for not getting this message all over the world. You can witness to the world now without ever leaving your neighborhood. 
bottom line, my brothers and my sisters, is that this little group out there on the mountainside received this assignment and set out to walk in obedience. Just a little group out there on the side of it. And because they took this commission seriously, the word of God now is spreading all over the world. As a matter of fact, you and I are sitting in here right now because those fellas took their assignment seriously. <laughs> the reason why we are where we are right now is because that little group, they took their assignment seriously. What kept them going? What is it that kept them going? What kept them going was power. The presence of the Holy Spirit stayed there in Jerusalem and they received power. Went all over, went all over the known, they went all over the the known world spreading the gospel message, healing the sick, doing great miracles and by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I come to tell you, you can't do none of this without the power of the Holy Ghost. Let me help somebody up in here. Let me help somebody here. You, you, you must operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, we don't sing it anymore. We don't talk like that anymore. But back when I was a child, they used to sing a little song in the church that says, I need the Lord. I need the Lord to guide me. Anybody remember? I need the Lord to guide me every day as I travel along this narrow way through afflictions, Wreck my soul, I'm determined to meet my goal. Gotta have Jesus, cause I just can't make it by myself. And then they'd say, every day, y'all remember, every day I pray, I pray, I pray, and I pray. I pray and I pray, 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 pray. I pray and I ask the Lord, don't leave me, don't leave me by myself. Let me go on and say, no, 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 no. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month. Through the years come what may, I gotta have Jesus, for I just can't make it by myself. I need the Lord, yes, to guide me every day. travel, yes, along this narrow way, oh, though afflictions, yes, wreck my soul, I'm determined to meet my goal, oh, I gotta have Jesus. Cause I just can't make it by myself. Come on here. Oh, every day I pray, I pray, I pray, and I pray, 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 pray. I pray and ask the Lord Jesus. Don't leave me by myself. No, 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 no. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, through the years, come what may. Gotta have Jesus, cause I just can't make it by myself. Hey, every day I pray. 
I pray, I pray, and I pray, pray, pray. I pray, pray, pray. I pray that the Lord Jesus don't leave me by myself. No, 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 no. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, through the years, come with me. Gotta have Jesus, oh, I just can't make it by myself. The word of God is clear. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're in here today and you are unsaved, you have not accepted Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God has brought you to this place at this time for this purpose, to turn life around. If you've never confessed him as Lord and Savior, you have not accepted him, you're in the best place you could be right now. You're right here in the sanctuary, in the presence, and you are receiving an invitation. So if you're unsaved, have not accepted Jesus Christ, let me just invite you now. You've already accepted him and you just don't have a church covering. Let me just invite you now, wherever you are in the building, just to come and have a seat right here on this front pew. If you're here unsaved, come. If you're already saved, don't have a church covering, let me just invite you to come. You may come sit on the front seat. Jesus, keep me near the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There a precious fountain. And it's free to all, a healing stream that flows. Jesus, keep me near the cross. If you're here, if you're here, won't you come? There, oh,
Yeah, yeah, yes. Now, those of you at home, or wherever you are, if today is your day and the day you have received him as Lord and Savior of your life, if wherever you are, if right now is your moment and you realize that you need this power, you need him, let me invite you to call in. You will get instructions immediately after the service is over. You'll get instructions. So stay there. Follow those instructions, and we would love to have you a part of Salem, but we'd also love to have you send you wherever you need to be. We just want you saved. So please follow those instructions. Why don't we just bless the Lord in his house? Why don't we just thank God? Bless the Lord in his house. We thank him for his word. We thank him for the power that his word has on our everyday living. Let, let me just share with you uh, just information as to this coming week. This is what we know here in Salem normally as homecoming day. Of course, everything is sort of thrown off right now. But in our hearts and in our minds, we still celebrate celebrate what God has done. This is that time when I remember when I came here, <laughs> grew up there in that old building, and uh, we would uh, get church would be packed up, people everywhere, all around, and then after we get out of church, we sweat and everything, and then we go out in the parking lot, and everybody's car had food in it. <laughs> everybody, all each, everybody just opened up their trunks, and People, it's a wonder we all ain't dead. <laughs> they would open up them trunks and food everywhere, and then they'd spread what they call dinner on the ground. They just, you just had the best time. I thank God that this spirit is still alive here. This church is still alive. That spirit of just wanting to be together, and that spirit, Lord knows we still got that spirit of eating. <laughs> Amen. That hadn't gone anywhere. And I just look forward to the time that we can come together like that again. Uh, but as always, this week would always be Revival Week. Now, this week we are going to have a condensed version of our revival in the midst of all this going on. But we will have revival beginning on tomorrow evening beginning on tomorrow evening. So we'll only have two, two nights. Uh, that will be tomorrow and on Tuesday. And we have invited the Reverend Stephen P. Samuel, who is the pastor of the St. John Baptist Church of Gainesville, Georgia, powerful preacher, and he's been here before. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, it was here in revival that the people from St. John came and heard him, <laughs> and they called him to St. John. In Gainesville, so we're looking forward to have Reverend Samuel to come back to us these two nights, and uh, we will follow our regular procedures. Those who want to come in person, you can call and uh, sign up, and uh, so that we can have some here, and we can regulate how many we do have here. But then, let me also say that that it will be live stream, so that if you're not able to come here. You'll still be in revival wherever you are. This is a wonderful day, isn't it? Isn't it just wonderful that you can just be, amen, God has fixed it so that if there is a desire to be in church, you can be there. So we ask that everybody will just involve themselves wherever and at whatever level uh, you, you can. Uh, we want to be in prayer uh, with Brother Lawrence Adams. Uh, Brother Lawrence Adams in the passing of his daughter. Uh, his daughter's name is uh, Angel Adams, and we just want to be in prayer for 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 Brother Adams. Uh, Brother Adams is uh, not new, not completely new to our family, but we do want to be with him. We want to be with him as he goes through this period. 
We are going to move now into our uh, period of communion, but I'm going to ask that as we do, let's remember that when we do the benediction, uh, we all leave, we all exit from the doors on the side. Uh, we are trying our best to be as safe as we can, and by the way, revival, we'll be doing the same things. We'll be signing in, we'll be taking temperatures, we're doing all that we can to keep us safe. Uh, we have been in contact with uh, CDC, CDC and uh, with uh, biologists and with medical, by all kinds of people, just trying to make sure that we're doing everything that we can do to make people safe. One thing that may happen, I'm not sure, we're still sort of watching it, uh, it was called to our attention in, 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 in talking with medical professionals that uh, uh, one, of the, one of the things that really hadn't been thought about was that, you know, people are doing well wearing masks. That's been a wonderful thing. People in, and see, we're not a part of that crowd that's battling about that. We wear our masks. But what was brought to our attention was that, you know, while especially with church people, you know, we get all color-coordinated and we make our masks and match stuff and all that kind of stuff. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. But sometimes the masks that we make and sometimes the masks that you pick up may not be of the quality that it should be to do what it's supposed to do. Uh, it has to be a certain kind of mask in order to keep the germs away, keep things out. So what we may end up asking you when you get here Hopefully we can just assign you one of these. And you can put it, you still keep your, that beauty, that's pretty, I love it. But just put this under it, <laughs> amen, so that we can make sure that we are covered. Uh, when we make masks, sometimes we're not thinking in terms of, we, we just think uh, we, we're covered and everything, but we have to make sure that everything is guideline and that the masks that we're wearing are doing what, we, what they're supposed to be doing. So... If it comes to that, we're going to do whatever we need to do to stay safe. That's all we're doing. Whatever we need to do to stay safe. Let me get this soapbox one more time. Please, please, please consider vaccination. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take on the task of making folk do this and making folk do that. But I can tell you, if you don't care about your life, care about other folks' lives. Care about the people around you. So I'm just, just I'm, I'm going to continue to press and ask that you will consider getting the vaccination. It's proven to save lives. Proven to save lives. So just be prayerful about it. We ain't going to fall out over it. But just be prayerful about the vaccination. We've been praying. We pray all the time that God will send an answer, that God will send a cure for this thing. How do you think he's going to send it? Yeah. He's going to, he, and when he sends it, and when there is one, then we can't be selective and say, well, that ain't the way I wanted it to come. We must use our minds and just, just, just talking about what I'm talking about. Amen. We're going to prepare ourselves now for our observance of the Lord's Supper. I'm going to ask now that our officers, our officers will come. Let us bow. King of our lives, we do crown thee now. God, we thank you. We love you. We adore you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We edify your name. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time in our worship experience where we indeed pause to remember you, God. Lord, we thank you for every stripe that you took for us, every drop of blood that covers all of our sin, God. 
God, and we present that sin at your feet now, God, and we confess it. And we know if we confess it, God, you covered it. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that we remember, God, we remember you for you shared your life for us. God, and even we remember this day and those who stood around this table before us in remembrance of you, God. God, forever keep us and bless us. And God, we thank you that always we'll keep Jesus on our minds. In his name we pray. Amen. was crucified the mob stood around about him and mocked until he died <laughs> to these
teaches that on that night before Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and after giving thanks, said, this is my body, take and eat. After which he took a cup and said, this is the new covenant, the new testament in my blood. Take and drink ye all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. We live in the blessed assurance that Jesus is coming back. I don't know about you, but I, I feel better about that every day. I see this world and I see what's going on in this world. It just does me good to know that when he gets ready, he's going to break the clouds. He's coming back to gather his own. I don't know about anybody else, but I thank God that he is coming back, but we're going back with him when he Believe every word that the Bible says. We'll be caught up to meet him in, in the air. Deacon Bailey sang that for me. Just saying, y'all, we're going to sing and we're going to go. I'm going where Jesus is one day. One day I'm going where Jesus is. One day, one day going where Jesus is. I'll be called up to meet him in the end. By and by, by and by. Will be mine. Will be mine. 
Are several ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church. 